welcome to Thursday night at the Speakeasy Cafe. We would like to invite you to take the stage for the Sound of Ink Open Mic Poetry Night. Now, let's get started. I want your ink in our ears. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show. Going to be a fantastic evening. We got some fun things planned for you. Before we get started on all that, however, we do have some announcements. If someone in the chat room, by the way, could just confirm that you guys can hear me right now. Just having some technical issues, and Jimmy was helping me with them, but I just want to confirm, confirm you can hear me. All right. So now, with that said, we have some things to go over before we get started, and. We are going to, okay, thank you, Robbie. <laughs> All right, so things to go over. First of all, the workshops. It's wintertime. There's not a lot for you guys to do outside. It's cold out there. It's a good time of the year for us to sit down and get some of these workshops recorded. I have a lot of, a lot of them planned out, but getting everybody situated at the same place at the same time has been a challenge. So if you're interested in putting together a workshop with us, let me know, and we can get that taken care of while things are kind of slow and wintry and snowflakes. I say that like it's all nice and sweet, but right now we are in the middle. We're actually not in the middle. We are at the very beginnings. We are at the, the drooling jowls of a severe here in the Pacific Northwest. And if none of you have ever lived in the Pacific North, Northwest, you think, oh, an ice storm is no big deal. I made a post on my page today. If you didn't read it, then, you know, I'll, I'm going to tell you anyway now. But it's crazy. Ice storms here in the Pacific Northwest are insane. We had one a couple of years ago, and I, was, I remember laying in bed and, and listening to the trees outside explode under the weight of this, the ice. The ice was so heavy, it literally caused the trees to explode. And then sitting there and listening to the pieces of bark and stuff that from the exploded tree hit the side of your house like a, like a Gatling gun. It was just crazy. Um, nothing to mess with here. I mean, this place is nothing but water anyway. Then you add more water and then ice, and it just it gets scary. Scary, scary. It was like a war zone last year. No, two years ago, I think it was. Anyway, that's just starting. So if something happens and you guys lose me tonight, it is because the wind or the ice or some, somebody driving crazy on ice has knocked a pole out or something. So just, just FYI. All right. Now, I want to take a moment and thank our sponsors. This is very important because we are at the end of our broadcasting season, and we are not going to have very many opportunities to thank these people before we start our new season. So I think it's really important to recognize those of you who, who reached into your pockets and pulled out some change and threw it our way and helped us cover our 2022 broadcasting license. And we love you and appreciate you. We literally could not be here, absolutely could not still be broadcasting on the air. 16 years later, by the way, last year or last month, last week, <laughs> week, week was our uh, 16th year anniversary. So really excited about that. So this is, a, this is our first show in our 16th year. It's crazy. Anyway, I'm excited about that. 
So those of you who helped sponsor 2022 are Karen Depthrider-DeWitt, Melvin Douglas Johnson, Gary and Noreen Snyder, Douglas Curry, George Wiley, Vicki Aqua, Debbie Kelly, Annie Tillery-Waldo, Timothy Melton, Kevin Kraft, Alana Morris, Ronald P. Bremner, Jade Mist, Todd Carter, Paula Sweet, Lori Binder, Glenn Combs, and Trina Pierce. I also want to thank those of you who made anonymous donations in the memory of John Music Mankays, our Appalachian poet, Philip Kent Church, the Rain Man, Ray Neighbors, Glenn Still, Charles C.B. Banks, Cherry Rose, King's Cadence, and Rick Smith II. So thank you. Thank all of you so much. You know what's really cool on this list, you guys? I'm looking down, and Timothy Melton, Kevin Kraft, was Annie, but not now because she reads on here. There's people on here who've sponsored the show that don't read on the show, our listeners. So I think that's kind of cool that you know that because, you know, that tells you that what you are doing isn't just amazing for you poets, but it's also amazing for the people who listen to you poets. Think about that. Some of the people that sponsor the show have never called into the show, but they are listeners. Isn't that great? You guys are amazing. Okay, so <laughs> now we will be starting up our 2023 fundraiser for our 2023 broadcasting license here in a couple of weeks. So if you are interested in helping to sponsor the show, Watch for that information. You can message me on Facebook or send me an email if you want more information on that app. But watch for the, you know, otherwise you can watch for the, uh, watch for the information I post on my Facebook page. Now, we are going to be doing our, our <laughs> inspiration from the Inkwell mini workshop. But before. I want to remind you that we have our December contest going on. And you'll want to pay really close attention to the prompts that we give out during the Ink Shop or the Ink the Inkwell workshop because these are going to be playing a starring role in the contest that we're doing this month. So what is a contest? What do you have to do? Blah, blah, blah. It's simple. Write a poem. Any type of poem you want. I don't care. Write a haiku to an epic prose. You decide that you have to use any one of our weekly prompts that I'm giving out during the month of December. So if you go and listen to all the shows and look and listen to the prompts, any poem that you write to those prompts is what you need to do. You write a poem to the prompts. And those of you that were here last week, I have to say, Last week was a free week. All you had to do was post any poem you've ever written in your entire life on my page, and it would have gotten you entries, and nobody did that. Though I do want to let you know that Kevin, been awesome, by the way, posting his poems on there each week from the for the December challenge. Appreciate it so much. You're doing awesome. Um, anyway, so write a poem to any prompt that I give you during the month of December, any weeks, any of them that we do. 
Once you get the poem written, this is how you get your name into the contest. Post your prompt-inspired poem on my Facebook page. And make sure at the top of it, you write something like December contest at the top of the post. So it's easy for me to keep track of those. Okay. So post it on my page, the poem you've written, any prompt during the month of December. Now, you can that will get you one entry into the drawing. Now, you can also bring that poem and read it on the show before the end of December. So I can actually, you know, that's this is, now we have one more show on the 29th. Okay, so you're good. Anyway, you can bring that poem and read it on any show during the month of December. And in doing so, if you read it on the show, that will get your name into the drawing twice. All right, post it on my page, get your name in the drawing once. Come and read it on my show, you get your name in the drawing twice. Okay, so if you do both, if you post it on my page and read it on the show, then you get, that's like three chances you have to get into the drawing, get your name put into the drawing. But wait, that's not all. (laughs) You can also, and I'm really excited about this, I would just, I, I would have to tell you guys, I would like pee on the carpet like a puppy wiggling if one of you guys did this, this one here. Because it would just make me so happy. All right. You could also do this by collaborating with another poet. So you can write a poem to any of the prompts given out in December as a collaboration with another poet. Doing this earns double entries for both of you. All right. So if you post that collab poem on my page, that's worth two entries into the drawing, each, to each. If either one of you, if both or either one of you come and read that collab poem on the air to be here, if only one of you can be here, that's fine. But come and read that collab poem on the air, and that gets you four, your name in the drawing four times, each. So... If you post it on the page and come read it on the show, that's six chances you have of getting your name into the drawing. And if I confused you at all, it doesn't matter. Just write poems and come and read them and post them, and you'll be good. I'll keep track of the rest. (laughs) All right. So make sure you do that. Pay attention to these prompts. That's what you're going to be working with for your December writing challenge. So you know what time it is now, right, guys? Someone want to hit the button for me? Thank you. (laughs) It is time for Inspiration from the Inkwell, your mini workshop. And speaking about prompts, let's go ahead and get right into that. And these prompts are really important because they are not only for the contest that we're doing, you're going to be using them for that, but they're also used in all of the uh, writing tasks that we do during the week. All right, all of them that I'm giving out tonight are all using these prompts. So these are really important. As I go through them, if I happen to lose you at some point or go off on a tangent and go down the rabbit hole, and I'm going to get a T-shirt that, said, that uh, made that says, um, I don't fall down the rabbit hole, I am the rabbit hole. I think that's really appropriate. Anyway, <laughs> 
If I get you lost somewhere along the lines, don't worry. You can come back and listen to the show after it's done airing. And listen the first 15 minutes, you'll be able to pick up these prompts, get them written down, start and stop at your leisure, and just get whatever, get whatever I happen to have you miss. So we're going to start right out with your prompts. And remember that prompts are like seeds planted. They are meant to grow into poems like blowing dandelion flush. All of you get the same prompt. I have no clue what they're going to grow into, but I get real excited waiting to find out. Your prompts can be the titles of your poem. It can be a line in your poem, or it can be the general concept of your poem. And beyond that, whatever you do with it is up to you. So let's get started. We're going to start with number one, which has kind of taken on a life of its own in this weird little twist. And I'm sorry for that, but it'll be over soon, I promise. I gave the prompt... Five weeks ago, your prompt was verse one. First, let me introduce myself. The following week, it was verse two. The handful of likely suspects. Week three, verse three. Let me set the stage. Four was verse four, the thickening plot. And this week, you get verse five. There's only going to be one more. There's only six. So... And it's called, it's the, verse 5 is the final twist. So what I want you to do with these, and this really should be kind of like a standalone thing on its own because it takes way too long to explain it. But you just, you write, your first verse starts out, you write on your page, verse 1, first let me introduce myself. And then you write the verse. The beginning of the next verse, you actually write out the words, verse 2, the handful of likely suspects. It's a story poem, all right? So where each verse goes through a different part of the storytelling process. And next week will be the last one. So right now you have, first let me introduce myself, the handful of likely suspects, let me set the stage, the thickening plot, and the final twist. All right. And then last next week it will be the last one in that series. So your actual prompt prompts, your prompty prompts start with number two. And that is, oh, I didn't finish doing this one. Um, okay, we'll make we'll do it on the nine ways to have a good time in the Walmart checkout line. Outline. Okay, so that's the prompt. Nine ways to have a good time in the Walmart checkout line. Number three: How to communicate with Santa. How to Communicate with Santa. Number four, Unexpected Package. Unexpected Package. Number five, Winter Storm. Winter Storm. Number six, Red Light, Green Light. Red Light seven, Life Abandoned in a Suitcase. Life Abandoned. In this suitcase. I love that one. Number eight, the window's secret. The window's secret. Number nine, when you are quiet. When you are quiet. Number ten, hard to handle. Hard to handle. Eleven, songs of fire. Songs of Fire. Number 12, 
Dear Santa. Number 13, my gift, my gift. 14, rescue me, rescue me. And then your bonus one, explain why that's important in a minute, but it is. It's the same old song. It's the same old song. Now remember, with these prompts, you can write, write one poem to each prompt. You can mix and match the prompts and use line or prompt number 14, number 7, grab 2, and then the, um, what the heck, get 12, and use all of those in one poem. Or if you feel real froggy and really want to impress me and get super cool kudos, you can write one poem using all of the prompts. Okay. Before you sit down, and start writing poems to your prompts, I want you to do your writing exercise. Okay, your writing exercise is to push you out of your comfort zone, make you grow as a writer, all that good stuff. And it's called your pick apart a prompt writing exercise. And what we're doing here is highlighting that what you do with your prompt before you write to it is far more important than what you write to it. We all have muscle memory. We hear something that inspires us and immediately we gravitate to the things. It's like a computer. You know, you do so many searches and the searches, and all of a sudden, you know, you're getting all these ads for because they, you know, they know that. They know that it just becomes predictable. What happens when, that, when you do that when you're writing is you end up writing the predictable, and nobody wants to do that. You know, a lot of times I've heard people say, you know, this is one of my greatest poems, and, and I submitted it, and they didn't accept it, and blah, blah, blah. 90% of the time when you submit a piece of work and it gets rejected, it has nothing to do with your piece of work. It could be that they had, like, you know, say someone's doing a fall-themed um, anthology, right? And you submit your poem about the falling leaves in, in fall, in autumn. But they've got 40 other poems about that exact same thing. And they can only pick, they're not going to put 40 poems about falling leaves in their anthology. You know, so your poem can be great, but it's fighting for one slot. It was a typical response to inspiration. But what happens when you push yourself beyond that typical response? What happens when you look deeper? If I were to give you the, the, um, the prompt of October, what could you write about besides Halloween or falling leaves or pumpkins? What else is in there? And that's what this teaches you to look for are the things that are not predictable, that aren't like the poems everybody else is writing. It helps you dig deep inside of you until you find those things that are uniquely yours. All right? So what I want you to do is with the list of prompts I just gave you, I want you to write the first prompt at the beginning of the page, on the top of the clean journal page. Then I want you to write at least six different ideas for poems you could write, could write to that one prompt. Okay? So instead of writing a poem 
I want the ideas for six different poems. You could write to that exact same prompt. Then go on to number two and number three and number four until you get all the way down to the bottom and you've written at least six different ideas for poems you could write to all of the prompts. I guarantee you will not make it to the end of this exercise without something grabbing a hold of you and you writing something phenomenal. Writing something different than you normally write. I have put that challenge out there so many times and nobody has ever come back to me and told me, Nyla, I did this and I just didn't come up with nothing because it cannot happen. It will not happen. So have fun with that. Do that. Play with this, you guys. These things are important. None of us are, the, are as great as we can be. You know, you might be an awesome writer. And, and sit there and think, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm an awesome writer. I don't need to do anything. Yes, you do. Because you're not as good as you could be. No matter how great you are, you're not as good as you could be. If you keep growing, if you keep learning, if you keep stretching yourself, if you keep pushing you out of your comfort zone. Okay. Next, we're going to be doing our journal assignment. And this is silly fun. It's to remind us what it's like to be a sandlot poet, a brand new newbie, all excited in our craft before we put on our presumptuous hats and we sit around and wear our funny little little felt hats and we smoke our cigarettes in our cigarette holders and we drink our brandy with the window open and the breeze coming through, wafting the pine scent into the air as we sit and hum and think and wait for our muse to come get us. Where was I going with that? I have no clue where I was going with that, but I was sure caught in that moment, wasn't I? (laughs) Okay, so anyway, your journal assignment. This is fun time with your with your uh, with your pen. You're not doing this to be read. You're not doing this to post for anybody to see. It's just teaching you to always remember why you enjoy writing. Why it's fun. You know, take the girdle off once in a while that you cinch yourself up into. That tells you every time you sit down and you write, it has to be a poem and it has to be something that's worthy of posting on Facebook and it has to, you know, how many likes is in it? And, oh my God, don't. Do this for you. Have fun. The more fun you have, the more your muses will want to come out and play. You know why? Because it's fun for them. Think about that. I mean, seriously, think about that. So, have fun with your pen. What we're doing is a prompted storytelling free write, which I know is very contradictory in all of its facets, but that's what we're doing. And since I make the rules, it's my, 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 it's a Nyla rule. So it's a prompted storytelling free write. So many people tell me, I'll tell them, you know, do your free write. I don't know what to write about. That's the point of free write. So fine, I'll take that excuse away and I'll give you something to write in your free write. So in your journal, <laughs> I want you to write a story. And I want you to start with the first prompt that I gave you. Actually, the second prompt. You won't be using the first one because it's, I've done something really stupid and weird with that, and we're going to change that next week. All right, so your 
first prompt, which was number two, would be nine ways to have a good time in the Walmart checkout line. Where do I come up with some of these? Um, so you'll write that at the top of your page, and that's the first line in your story. And you'll start writing and start writing and start writing until you figure out a way to put the next prompt in. And these have to stay in order that I've given them to you. All right, so you just keep writing in your story until you figure out a way to work in the line how to communicate with Santa, and then work in the line unexpected package, and then winter storm, then red light, green light, then life abandoned in a suitcase, and work in all of the prompts in order all the way down until you get to the very last prompt, and that is going to be it's the same old song. That was your bonus one. All right. So I've kind of made it pretty easy this week with the, uh, the the way I put the prompts together. But it's Christmas, so that's my gift to you. Christmas time, holiday times, merry, happy, all the things. So have fun with that. Do this, you guys. I am begging you. I am begging you. That's all I want for Christmas is for you guys to do this assignment. Actually, I want you to do all the assignments. I want you to do the pick apart prompts, and I want you to do the story one. And that would be the best gift ever if you guys just tried it. I know some of you do them. But I'm talking to that one that just thinks about it. Yeah, I'm going to do this. And then you don't. Do it for me. Do it for the holidays. Please, sir. Can I have another one of you doing an exercise? Okay. Um, So anyway. Yeah, that was that. <laughs> so, yeah, write a story using all the prompts in order till you get to the last line and close it out with it's the same old song. And there you go. That is your inspiration from the Inkwell workshop for the night. We are going to be changing this up at the first of the year, and we've been doing this part for a while, so we're going to be changing up. I'm going to be adding some things and taking some things away. Since we are coming up to the first of the year, if there's things you can think of that you want to study or learn or work on or try, or you have ideas for fun things we could do in our workshop, shoot me a message and let me know. It always helps me when I'm putting these things together. If I know there are things that you're interested in doing as well, does that make sense? Remember that as food for our creative souls, we focus on reading, reading, reading. If you're not reading more than you are writing, you are doing it backwards. You know, when I say this, it should be like Sesame Street. All the kids jump up and you all say this with me. If you are not reading more than you are writing, you are doing it backwards. You have to have input in order to have output. Feed your brains. You are what you eat. That applies to your brain as well. You know, and, and not just reading. Go out and live life. Go out and do something weird and abnormal, things you don't normally do. Push yourselves. You have to have that constant input in order to have output or you're going to get end up writing some very boring things because you'll have nothing new to write about ever because you never leave your little room with your brandy and your weird little cigarette holder and the window open with wafting pine trees. And that's all you're going to write about is those stupid trees because – by golly, you you didn't go to Arby's, get a burger, and go watch a, a Little League game down the street. Okay, I'm done bitching now. Was that bitching? Did I say bitching? I can't say that on the air. Oh, what a horrible person I am. All right, the other thing. Every single day, I want you to go out into the world, and I want you to find 17 syllables. Every day, write a haiku poem. A haiku poem is three lines with a 575 syllable count on those lines. All right? So every day. Carry a pen and paper with you, but every day go out into the world and find something worth those 17 syllables. 
and all your rushing, 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 pay attention to things that, that are around you that speak to you. Those are talking to you. There's poems out there everywhere, inspiration. You trip over it every day, but you don't stop long enough to recognize it. It's really important that we do that. Okay? So every day, take the time to find 17 syllables. All right? So that's it. Inspiration from the Inkwell. If you missed anything, you can come back and listen to the beginning of the archived podcast, and we will, you can get those things written down. Now, I am going to play an audio track. We always start the episode with an audio track from one of you, of our, one of you, our poets. If you're interested in having your piece played on the air, you can email it to me or you can message it to me on Facebook. Our email is the T-H-E, the speakeasy cafe at gmail.com or Nyla, N-Y-L-A dot Alicia, A-L-I-S-I-A. On Facebook, send me your audio tracks, and I can get them uploaded to the show's library. I'm really excited. Rebel Jones just sent me one, so we're going to be getting that put up soon, and that'll be fun to hear. Right now, I am going to play a piece by Michael Todd, and it's called, and I've got two I'm going to be playing. I'm not going to play them both. Actually, I am going to play them both right now because Michael's is really short. So I have two I'm going to start the show with. Michael Todd and its Christmas semi-centennial celebration, and that's going to be followed up by Philip Kent Church, Philip Kent Church's poem, our Appalachian poet, who we love and miss dearly, and its Christmas is here. So I want to start the show with these. They're uh, not real long. Here we go. Christmas semi-centennial celebration by Michael Todd. Christmas bells sounding heretofore. Church bells ringing in the distance. Bell on the hotel desk. Room for more. Salvation Army Santa rings, persistence. The sound of wound snow globe chimes serves as a makeshift music box voice. Tambourines acceptable in these times. Carolers singing requests. Your choice? A kettle hangs in front of the mill near a trail where the river bends. Resonance alters as it begins to fill. Charity offers efforts to make amends. The air is heavy. Substantial goodwill, moments causation seemingly never ends. Incentive overwhelms the winter chill in this season of heartfelt dividends. Hand in hand we stroll up the hill to celebrate with family and friend. His time itself is brought to a still, all who in part have proffer to extend. Cascading along the cedar green rose, winds impeding challenge but a whit. Carolers singing, striding in a pose, trace of snowfall, an added benefit. Soon all revelers will vanish inside, even bells quiet, time is growing late. From here a merry Christmas implied among our modest township in 1968. And here we go with Philip Kent Church. Once again, Christmas is here such a very special time of the year with chilly and brilliant starry silent nights neighborhoods all aglow with Christmas lights hearths being warmed by the Yule log candy and cookies with custard and nog little faces with big eyes filled with wonder believing in love and the spirit they're under 
Remember just like them wishing for that one special toy? Learning about the Magi's gift and the little drummer boy? Or wiping away the tears from how much it meant seeing the change in old Scrooge as he chose to repent? Or how sweetly Linus recited what he had to say teaching Charlie Brown the true meaning of the day, being reminded of simpler times filled with so much fun, knowing the real gift was love when Ralphie got his BB gun, seeing our hometowns transformed with decorations displayed while standing on the corner watching the Christmas parade. Warm homes filled with wonderful aromas like gifts from above. Evergreen sweetness mixed with goodies prepared by hands of love. Hearing those beloved voices whilst repeating their chide when presents were shaken trying to discover what's inside. Keeping a close eye on the weather if the temperature's low cause it's the one day each year nearly everyone wants snow. Families gathering early, still sleepy in their night clothes worn, watching rumpus children tear away gift wrap in early morn. When grown-ups gather the young, forgetting all the world's danger, and teach them about angels, wise men, shepherds, and the manger. Because in the end there can be no doubt that's what the whole season's really about. Our Father, for all of us, in order to save, loves us so well with the gift that He gave, that in a battle for our lives the victory was won by the child we celebrate, God's only begotten Son. Because of that wonderful gift, our eternal lives are held tight, and by His Spirit, He's right here with us, both day and night. Because of this first best Christmas gift, our lives can be as new. The gift endures, still offered to the world, including me and you. So, no matter the season, whether summer, spring, or fall, the birth Life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ is the best gift of all. And that was Philip Kent Church with Christmas is Here. Absolutely miss him like crazy. And I am so thankful for his legacy of poetry that we are still able to be blessed by this day. Very grateful. Okay, so, you guys, it's time to get to what? Dun, dun, dun. I need a, a, like a cool little sound effect to, to put in here. It's time for you guys, and that's, I'm excited because this is my biggest gift. Every Thursday, you guys are my gift, and I am so excited to be able to spend tonight with you. I just want to, first of all, before we even get started, I just want to tell you guys, you know, merry, happy, all the things. You know, I'm, you guys can think I'm weird or whatever, but, you know, I, I think that it doesn't matter what religion people practice or believe in. 
that when it comes down to the brass tacks of it, we are all literally celebrating the exact same thing. And so, you know, I just marry happy all the things to all of you. And I am really excited to be able to spend tonight with you and have some fun and share these poems and let you guys know that you are my gift. So if you are ready to call in tonight, the number to call in is 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965 if you'd like to call in and read. If you are on hold right now, this is what you can expect. We do take callers in the order that you call in, such as Jimmy702. You are our first caller tonight. So listen for your telephone area code when I bring you on. When I do bring you on, please make sure that you introduce yourself. It's very important that people know who's reading and that your name is attached to your work. Like I said, we have 16 years worth of shows in the archives. And you could go back and listen to a show from July 10 years ago and hear a poem that you thought was just incredible, but you have no clue because they didn't introduce themselves. All right, so please, please, you're literally verbally publishing your poem right now. And it is important to have your name on there. So when I bring you on, say, hi, this is me, and here's my poems. Right now you can read two poems if the lines get too busy and I need to switch that. I will let you know if that happens, if I need to cut you back down to one. If it happens on your turn, I'm terribly sorry. But right now you're good at reading two, Um, just two regular-sized poems. You'll be good to go. When you're done reading, Give out your URL. Make it easy for people to come find you and get to know you and your work better. It's really important to start developing that uh, inspiration base of people who enjoy your work, whose work you enjoy, inspire, be inspired. There's a reason I use that for our slogan. Remember that we have a mature rating. That means you are literally going to hear just about anything on this show, with the exception of hardcore erotica. No bumping body parts, no tab A into slot B, don't get too graphic, no adult porn poems. There's some great shows for that. This is not one of them because we only have a mature rating. All right, so don't push, don't push it past that line, and you guys know where that is. I want to go ahead and give you the lineup. I'm looking for 850. I see him. Okay. So I'm going to give you the lineup so you kind of have a heads up where you're going to be coming on. As I said, Jimmy's our first caller at 702. He's going to be followed by area code 567216832 and then 850. That's one, two, three, four, five. That's our first five callers. But I need to let our darling Captain O Captain know where he was in the lineup. So that's where you are, hun. Number fifth in line. And I see, oh, there's Rebel online. Awesome. I was just talking about him. Okay. So anyway, let's go ahead and bring on. I do want to let area code. No, I think you're all good, actually. Are you all good? You're all good. All right. Everybody's in line. All right. Let's go ahead and bring on Jimmy. Area code 702. You are on the air. Oh, hey, Nyla. What a surprise. Hi. Hi. I was just How are you sitting doing? here in my car and... I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing awesome. I'm doing fantastic. We've got a 
full chat room there. Well, pretty full, pretty good group. And uh, I'm just excited to be here now. I can't tell you. I, I think our, I think the uh, uh, anniversary show went really well. And um, I don't know if I got the numbers wrong or but I heard it was um, the most watched episode of Speakeasy. I'm not sure if that if I got that right or not. But um, I didn't even look at the numbers actually. Oh, I should probably okay. do well, that. I, I <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Well, are you all ready for Christmas? You know, I absolutely am not. I sat there this morning, and I looked at the calendar, and it's like, what the hell? <laughs> it's like right? Christmas. Right? I've got two, day, two days before Christmas. Two days. Uh, when I talked to you yesterday, I talked to Jimmy I... yesterday. I know. When I talked to Jimmy yesterday, he asked me what I was doing, and I told him I was, like, making 18 different kinds of fudge and blah, 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 blah. Every year, I make yeah. I make a bunch yeah. of different kind of weird jams. I make a whole bunch of different kinds of fudge and cookies and things, and I put them in bags. I get these, like, white uh, lunch bags, and I fill them up with goodies. And then Christmas morning, really early, I go out, and I sneak around the neighborhood, all four blocks. I go in a floor block four block radius, our little, our little square of the neighborhood here, and uh, leave goodies on everybody's porches. And I've been doing this for the last five years now. So this will be the sixth year that I've done that. And it's really fun, but I bake and cook my butt off before Christmas to get this all done. And I realized I only have a couple days, so I don't think they're getting their Rice Krispie treats. So no, I'm not ready to answer your question. <laughs> well, you, I haven't you even got all my shopping done. I I was gonna say you definitely have a lot of irons and a lot of different fires. We know that. Um, Robbie had an interesting uh, comment in the chat just now that he uh, found a stat of how many shows he's called into slash listened to and his brain melted. And I was thinking, has he even missed one? <laughs> I think Robbie's got to be the all-time longest most shows listened to of anybody. Would you agree, Nana? I would agree. I mean, he he goes MIA once. Oh, Dark Carnival show. Oh, my God, girl. Right? What? Right? I, know, she, I was going to bring that up next. But. What? Oh, my God. I just want to crawl right through the screen and hug you and pinch your little cheeks. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, anyway. Anyway, yeah. Rob, Robbie goes MIA once in a while, but never for very long. So, he he probably is one of our uh, – he would probably be one of the, the, the top listeners as far as, to the, you know – the numbers yeah, under the belt. So. Well, Nyla, I've been uh, I've been pretty busy too, as you know, uh, working on my Word Machinist Wonderland month-long Christmas home stories and songs. Uh, I love doing it, and I've gotten to have more fun with it this year because of all the videos and all the fun different elements to add to the poetry. Um, and uh, I actually. Uh, I, I'm not going to be able to squeeze them all in. I've got, I've got a few days to go, but it's my, I'm going to have to work really hard at this. But um, there was a – I had an encounter a little over 20 years ago with a homeless man, and uh, it's something that's always stuck with me. It was very special, and uh, I've never written about it. I've never really talked about it because it's not – I mean, what happened wasn't anything that I – it just happened, and uh, – it was very cool, but 
I got inspired doing these Christmas poems and trying to come up with some new stuff because I did. I needed new material. And as you know, the ink is literally spilling out of my pen right now. So I wrote this poem about this man. And so this is a true story. The whole thing is true. Um, and this is how it came out. And this is uh, in my other reading voice, so bear with me. This is I haven't named him yet, the other reading alternate Jimmy. Um, so we're, we're, we're going we're gonna to work that out. We'll go with Uncle Fudd for right now, but that's just a working title. So this poem is called Buck. I saw him leaning against the wall outside the supermarket. He was old, shabbily dressed, an obvious denizen of the streets. There was a knapsack of sorts on the ground near his worn-out shoe-covered feet. I watched as passers-by ignored him or shot sidelong looks, none of them nice. Someone told him to get a job before hurrying through the doors. It was two weeks before Christmas. He smiled at all, even those who bored him. As I took in the scene, I noticed he never asked for money, though I could tell he could use it, and no one offered anything to the man. All those shoppers and not a one offered that poor fella a dime. I decided to approach him. It was time. He smiled as I walked up, a friendly grin, and I smiled back and didn't say a word, sitting down next to my new friend. What's your story, old-timer? I inquired, and his eyes lit up like the northern lights. Oh, my friend, he said. My name is Buck, and I have seen some sights. He spoke fast, rambling all sorts of fanciful tales about a stormy ocean voyage and riding the steel rails, of a beautiful wife and adventurous life, of shipwrecks, oil rigs, lost trails, found treasures, of near-death escapades, and a stint he spent in jail. I laughed and smiled appropriately at every nuance of his tale. As he winded down, it occurred to me that just like all of us, he needed someone to talk to. And the glow in his eyes and his beaming, haggard smile told me this was exactly what he needed. I rose up and shook his hand, gave him a $20 bill. He started to protest, but I told him it was a gift from a friend. I bade him farewell with a handshake and a smile, going into the store for my goods. When I came out, he was gone. Now, I never saw him again, and I don't claim to be a saint, but I was compelled to sit with him as the hour grew late. So if you see someone down and out, at least take a little while to let them know they are worth at least a buck and maybe even a smile in peace. I love that piece. I'm... I was driving down the road the other day, and there was this guy out there, and, you know, I slowed down. I only had a five on me, so I gave him a five dollar, and the car behind me is just honk, 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 because I slowed down and so I could give him six, you know, and it just, it, I just didn't get it, you know? Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't always, you know, I don't always throw the money out the window, give the guys money, let him do that, you know, but... Especially this time of year. It's hard. 
You know, well, I can't I imagine we, being without family like that. And, and then to have people be impatient and just, you know, be so in a hurry to get three seconds ahead of where they would have been three seconds past. To be rude like that is just, I don't get it. Yeah. It's, uh, and I think that, you know, I think when you have, uh, you know, like I said in the poem, you know, I'm not a saint. I'm, I'm human. I've made more than my fair share of mistakes. And, but I lead with a good heart, and I, and I, and I believe in compassion. And uh, when I posted that piece, you know, I've been going up and down. I'm trying to get the author page going, and and the numbers go, you know, get a bunch of views here and kick down, and then we'll go down. And it's because I'm not playing the game. I'm trying to do something different. You know, when I first started over there, they're like, oh, you, it's never going to work. You gotta, you gotta have short videos, and you gotta do this, and you gotta do these songs that everybody uses. And I, it's just not me. I'm going to be me, and if people like it, they like it, and if they don't, then, then that's cool too. But it's, it's working pretty well. I mean, I have 600 followers there. But the thing is about this piece is that uh, I posted it on the Facebook author page, which has been kind of sputtering, and it ended up getting uh, 31 shares. So 31 people shared it on their on their page, and, and most of them were people that I had never, never, and I had no idea who they, who they were. And it made me feel good because after 20 years of finally deciding to write this tail down of what happened that night um it felt good that it read it was the piece that resonated more than any of them have up to this point and and probably maybe as it should be so that was kind of nice so So are you going to read another one as if if you want me to did i take up too much time or go ahead and read your next one Okay. It's not a real long one. All right. Well, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, that's okay. I, no, I'll just I'll just go. It's cool. Um, well, if you're listening then and you find another one that you want to read, just when I when I mute you, press one. That'll take you out of the lineup. If you decide you want to read another one, just press one and come back in. Okay. No, I no, it's it's fine. I, I well, it's fine. I had I had one. The one I told you about last week, that my my pinnacle of the of the of my Christmas uh, stuff coming on, but it's it's long, and you know we got we got too much time here, and I I got to get to work on some stuff anyway. So we'll uh, make oh. way and uh, let some people get on. But it's your Christmas one. It's not a short one. You asked me for a short one. It's, it's fine. We'll go on, and yeah, if I get caught up later, I'll, I'll call back or something. Just read it, because now I'm going to feel horrible. Just read it. Read it. No, no, you got, you got, you have read folks it. waiting. No, I'm not going to. That's okay. It they want to hear. It. They want to hear it too. And you know what? I control the buttons, so you're going to have to read it because I'm not pushing more buttons until you read it. Because they love you, and I want to hear your poem. <sighs> okay, I'll find a short one. Hold on. <laughs> no, read the Christmas one. You, you planned on reading. I want to hear it. They haven't. Um, five Christmas wishes. Okay. There wasn't any room in the station wagon for a Christmas tree, so Johnny and his folks did what they could with some lights and tinsel they found in the trash. They wanted it to be special for Johnny's baby sister Estelle, and it was cold and bitter on the mean streets of L.A. Last Christmas had been grand in their own cozy home. Santa had brought multitudes of pretty wrapped gifts, 
but Johnny's dad got laid off and the bank foreclosed. Santa may not find us here, Daddy said, looking away. Johnny just smiled, gave his father a big hug, and said, Everything will be okay. Cold Christmas Eve, Johnny lay in the back seat while Estelle cooed to baby dreams. His parents whispered softly. Daddy was talking about breaking into a toy store so his son would have something, anything on Christmas morning. Johnny sat up. No, Dad, you don't have to help Santa. He'll find us. You'll see. Later, Johnny slept peacefully. His mama wept quietly, desperately. Daddy sat up all night, watching his boy sleep. He gazed at the dark alley and saw a brief flash of steel amid a commotion. Then it was gone. The cold fingers of reality harnessed their claw-like grip. And Johnny's father cried. Christmas morning. The winos were milling about. A victim of the night who lay face down in the alley. Johnny's dad laid a hand on his shoulder. I guess Santa couldn't find us, champ. But Johnny didn't hear. He was focused on the shiny silver nickel that lay in the palm of his hand. Ah, it was the shiniest nickel ever, with the weight of pure silver, and etched into the rounded edge so minuscule, almost unseen, was a peculiar inscription. Five Christmas wishes, followed by the letters SC in a flourishing hand. Johnny had prayed last night. He had asked for a miracle. And when he woke up, that coin was in his hand. He wished for his family to be safe and for his father to find work. He wished for a house with four walls. He wished for his baby sister to utter her first words. And he wished his mother would be able to find her smile again. Johnny wished nothing for himself. For even at five years old, he knew that if his family was okay, then he would be as well. And just like a wisp of magic, they were really okay. The dead man in the alley was Bill, a homeless man they had befriended. He had stopped a killer from attacking Johnny's family. Greg the butcher offered Dad a job and a place for them to stay until they got on their feet. Estelle said, Mama, and Johnny's mother smiled like the sun. The old man sits on a park bench reflecting on a wonderful life, a full life, a life encompassed with love and some pain children and grandchildren, but most of all he thinks about Christmas has come and gone, especially one in particular. He looks down at the shiny nickel, which has lost none of its luster. He smiles for it is Christmas Day, closes his eyes, and he dies. The nickel falls to the ground and rolls and rolls and rolls until it stops on its edge at the feet of a girl about five years old. She picks up the shiniest coin she's ever seen. Jonna, her mother shouts, what did you pick up from the dirt? Look how pretty it is, Mama. Can I keep it? That is the most tarnished coin I ever saw. Throw it away, Jonna. Jonna kept it. But that's a story for another day. And boom. I am so glad that I am so stubborn <laughs> because it would have been a crime not to hear that piece tonight. I absolutely love it. I think it's a beautiful story, and I do want to hear the continuation. 
Yeah, well, that was that was written about 17 years ago, so no continuation yet, but you never know what will happen. Um, Nyla, we're going to keep it rolling on. Let's get some poets on here. You can find me. Anybody wants to see my videos or what poetry I'm working on now, I'm very open. I'm very willing to help and return the favor, collab, whatever you guys want to do. Word machinist everywhere you go, Instagram, Facebook, Jimmy Ray Davis Poetry page. That's my author page. Um, and then Instagram, TikTok, Utah, YouTube, uh, Word Machinist, and uh, hope to see you there. Nyla, thank you so much. You have a great show, and I'll try to listen as I can as I'm working. Thank you, Jimmy. Appreciate you, honey. Very happy all the things. All right. <laughs> Bye-bye. The what? Bye. All right. Area code 567, you are on the air. Hi, Nyla. It's Pineapple16. Hey, sweetheart. How are you? Pretty good. Sir Pineapple. We, we I, I keep it. Every time you say it, every time I hear it, it's like Sir Pineapple. I'm picturing you like this medieval knight brandishing a pineapple in front of you on this horse. It's just, it's, yeah, that's, that's just who you are inside my head now, just so you know. That, that'd be cool. I am 9% Scottish, and uh, I could be <laughs> some kind of Scottish warrior. There, there actually is a place in Scotland. I, I visited there um, when I was there many years ago. It's in Dunmore, Scotland. It is a giant concrete pineapple, and it actually See? has an apartment inside. Some I need to go back, and I need to sleep in this thing. <laughs> and the, the super cool well, thing about we'll just it. just build you one. Right. Well, as a bonus for me, this place is on a piece of land that is 16 acres. And so it's just perfect for me. I agree. So but, what are you um, going to share with us tonight, my darling? Well, and, and, and jumping over to the number 17, since you were talking about haikus, um, mm-hmm. of course, being a poet, when I visited Maui, I had to go see the little village of Haiku. And when Aww. I was in front, of, yeah, in front of the Haiku post office, I wrote this little poem, which consists coups. So here it is. I went to Haiku, used iPad to make photo, then uploaded it. Along with photo, I also made video, haiku, post office. That's it. That's the, that's, that's the whole thing. I, I love it so much I can't even tell you the delight that brought me. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, 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 and of course, the video that I made is 17 seconds. I to, see. To I love it. <laughs> that's the whole haiku 17 thing but um so yeah that was fun that's uh one of my shortest videos on you that's uh, available to watch on youtube um and i i did not get around to writing a christmas poem uh it's been a hectic week um but i am uh, for my other poem that i'm going to recite um 
I, I know there's that warning about the, you know, erotic stuff going too far and whatever. This one may be classified as erotic. I'm not sure. But I guarantee that it's PG. <laughs> so You're fine, I'm sure. Oh, okay. This is called... Uh, this is called Visiting You by Pineapple 16. Sometimes I plan to visit you and make a special trip to do so. Other times it's sudden due to a desire I get. I get excited when I see you. Sometimes I enjoy just standing there looking you over. There are parts of you I enjoy a little bit more. I like that parts of you are firm and some are soft. Certain parts of you glisten. And even though you're silent, I want to listen. But my ears are not important right now. I want to whisper into yours and tell you that as I explore you, I'm aroused by your scent. I want to snack on your goodies right now, but I'll wait. One of my favorite things from you is good head of cabbage. I love you, produce department. (laughs) End poem. That, that there was no yeah, there was no line crossing there. That was great. <laughs> that was okay. Awesome. Yeah, I love you, produce department. Because when I did that at an open mic, my audience was a little flabbergasted, a little shocked, and they're like, "Oh my, oh my, what what is he reading?" And, <laughs> and then till till the last line when I say, "I love you, produce department," and and everyone was laughing, and it was cool. You know, you, you're, I really enjoy – you shared some stuff with us last week. I really enjoy the way you have fun with writing, the way you play with it, the way you embrace it, the way you make it – you tickle it and make it dance and make it fun and, and, you know, absolutely no pretentiousness in your writing at all. It, it's fun. It's really – I really enjoy hearing it. Thanks, I appreciate that. And and I have to thank the Toledo area open mic venues that were big 10 years ago, 15 years ago. Nikki and Caroline hosted for a while, um, one that lasted several years every Tuesday, and there were various other ones. And that's where some of my inspiration come, came from because I started writing – poetry when I was eight years old and dabbled in it through junior high and high school and early adulthood, just, just messing around. But the poems I wrote were like typical poems that you read and they didn't have much of a voice. But when I started going to open mics and I shared some of my poems that I had written before that, um, there was they had a certain style but then i really embraced the idea of writing to be heard and a lot of my poems since then 
have been written to be heard, not to be read. I mean, if you read them, cool, that's that's great. Um, like the one I just read, sometimes people, you know, if you're reading it, then you can go back, oh, he's talking about food. Then you go back and read, like, the part where I say <laughs> my ears are not important right now. It's like, yeah, you know, the ears of corn are the ones that are important because you're the produce department with the ears of corn. And so – I and I have a voice to be able to accentuate some of the, you know, parts about whispering or or being loud when necessary or whatever. So so I enjoy that aspect of it, and um, my my audiences have have liked that too. Um, it was hard to, although I mentioned this before about how when I did that spaghetti poem, how I I just let it all. I yell as loud as I can when I get to the part where I love spaghetti and I could not do that on the phone here, but at an open mic venue, it's really cool to be able to do that. So, but, um, I, and, uh, yeah, I don't want to take up too much time, but, um, I should tell people, yeah, my name's pineapple 16. That's pineapple X V I. Cause it's Roman 16. And the easiest place to find more of my poetry, I have stuff on Facebook under Pineapple16, and also on YouTube, there are various videos of me performing at open mics, and there are videos of poems where I edited a video that relates to the poem, and I have a playlist of poetry on my YouTube channel. And that poem that I just recited, The Visiting You, that is also on my newest poetry album, which was released last week. It's on iTunes. It's on Spotify and all those kind of places. The album is called Not What You Think, part of that album, because it's not what you think. It's not about sex. (laughs) I didn't write that poem to a person. I wrote it to the produce department. And the other the other poems on that album are similarly deceptive. I have only ever written one poem about sex, and it's obvious right away at the beginning of the poem that it's about sex. All the other ones, you... they're, the, they're, they're the opposite. A lot of people write poems about sex, and then they make it sound like something else. But I write about something else, and I make it sound like sex. Are you going to read a second one, my darling? Well, uh, no. I mean, I I, I just, um, you know, I was just going to do the, I did that haiku one, and then um, the visiting you. I mean, I could. Oh, I that's could read right. One. That's not. <laughs> No, two is good. I don't want to. I, I don't want to piss poem. everybody off. No, 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 no. You're good. <laughs> or I'm gonna have everybody okay, well, chopping I, my I, head I, off. <laughs> See, okay, I'm old. I forget I, things. I, I, <laughs> okay, here's another one. This one's not too long. This is called Oh Man. I was watching the manatees swimming along the mangroves when I noticed a praying mantis wishing upon a starfish. It reminded me of the mandolin hanging above my mantle in my mansion. I couldn't play it very well. I could barely manage. There was a tricky maneuver that I I would always mangle. 
So I would eat mandarins and mangoes until I had a sore mandible, which mandated the manipulation of a new manner. It seemed like I was manic. Would there be a cure? Maybe I needed a manicure. Then I could read the manual and the manifest. It will be my new mantra. Maybe this is all manure. End poem. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> all right, baby, tell everyone how to find you. Okay. Well, yeah, like I said before, Pineapple 16. It's just Pineapple XBI. YouTube, Perfect. iTunes, Spotify, Facebook. I have some stuff on Instagram, but haven't used it much um, in the last year or so. But there's a lot of photos on there because I'm also a photographer. But um, that, that's the ones. So happy holidays awesome. to everyone. Thank you, Kevin. Appreciate it so much. Yep. Okay, see you later. Bye, hon. So that's what happens when I'm trying to type to tech support and talk at the same time. You guys got to witness that. I'm so sorry. All right. So let's go ahead and bring on our next caller. Awesome, Mama. 216, you're on the air. Just wait until I put a pig in my mouth. <laughs> they got there okay then, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was trying to <laughs> wait until it finished, but it took so long I put my thing in my mouth and chew it. And it was a perfect, <laughs> perfect, perfect dessert, perfect nutrition. I took a picture. It got everything in it that I need. And you're so thoughtful. And thank you so much. I love you. Thank you. Thank you. Seriously. That was the best. That's nutrients for me. It's easy to get to. It got everything in it from iron to uh, calcium. I mean, wow. That's the best treat. I, I needed everything that was in there. And so thoughtful. I just know you like figs, big. so. Yeah, well, I'm, I not only like figs, I got me a whole bag, and they're not cheap either, and they're very nice, and they, it's just what I need for a snack that I can put in my body that's not a candy or cake or anything, and I can get my um, my um, demeanor back. My, you know, my body can come back, my calcium, my iron, and my all the good stuff that's in that fig. It's just a, a little nugget of nutrients and minerals. I thank you so much for that. It was perfect. You're welcome. I love it. When I, I couldn't believe it. When I went to the – because it's probably been here. They brought it up here and put it by my door because I didn't go to the mailbox. I don't, I don't know how you sent it, but it was they just, just here. They just got delivered today. They just got delivered today, so. Okay. Well, who – what was it, FedEx? Mm, it went through Amazon, somebody, so yeah. Oh, somebody came up here and put it right by my door. So that was mm-hmm. great. I'm just, anyway, here I go. I'm just going to do um, get my music together first, and then I'll sing my. I'll, then I'll um, do my poem. <clears throat>
I won't be home for Christmas. Not for Christmas, nor funerals, nor birthdays. I never want to see you on those days. Those days are so hard to get through. So I won't be home. When you abandoned the sweetness and taste your dreams into the alley, you thought it best to see me cry. When your mind changed with the direction of the wind, I stood there with spit on my fingertips, holding my hand in the air, waiting for the winds of hope to blow your love and loyalty in my direction. Home is a strange city where no one knows me, where no one will invite me to sit across the table and try to smile as I play with my stuffing on a china covered with flowers. As I remember the children laughing and opening gifts, I remember the long, silent ride back to our house, and I think back. And I got on my knees before climbing into our cold bed, and the prayers just uttered there came back void, asking God to just let you touch me again. I needed your body heat to keep warm. I needed your support to continue for the sake of the commitment, for the sake of waiting for the love, for the sake of our future. I would have held on without pride. And if pity would hold me there, if pity would make you love me, I would not be ashamed of what you sacrificed. When love has given birth to joy, I would have held on without pride. But I never want to come back to that town where no one cares. And no one cares that you don't love me. I'm in remission now. I just sit by the ocean, walk on the beach, with my finger in the air, thinking, I won't be home for Christmas. That's a piece. Wow. That almost made me cry. But that's how sad it is when people don't have anybody in they get old and their life has already been lived and they don't have anywhere to go for Christmas and all the Christmas memories are just bad. And if you are there and just getting mistreated and you're just sitting at a table where you're not comfortable, nobody's really friendly. They're just going through the motions. You sit there and play with your stuffing on the table on a plate made out of with flowers on it. <laughs> I know it's sad, but that's the reality. Mhm. You know, it takes so little in life to share joy. You know, it's like on the bottoms of the sacks. Like I don't know if you were on and heard it, but about the bags I take around the neighborhood every year. Like this is my sixth year doing it. And on the bottom of the bag, so I don't think someone's putting poison on their porch. I put my name and address, right? And I put your neighbor and my name, 
I also put on there that, you know, return your jars for a refill because canning jars are expensive when I make my Christmas jams, you know. So mm-hmm. let everyone in the neighborhood know, return your jars. It has my address on there, everything. You know, return your jars to my porch for a refill. I have never gotten a jar back. I've never had anyone mention the fact that I go out for the last six, well, five years, this will be six year, giving jam. You know, but I do it because... There's two houses on the street where I know they're old people that live alone in like these hoarder type houses. You know, you just you never see their curtains open and you know, they're just I don't know. But nobody the university car is there. The lady next door to me, she just lost her husband, she's elderly. Um, you know, the guy down the street hasn't worked in two years and has kids. You know, so you know, you should pay attention to the world around you, the people around you. You know, such little things you can do. I mean, that's really what that poem made me think about, too, is that, you know, how easy it would be to make someone not feel like that. Yeah. It's, it's true, but you know what? When people get old and their family and their friends, like, leave the planet, they just, you know... Or they're stuck with some mean old husband that hasn't been nice to them in 20 years, or they've just been tolerating it and they don't have anywhere else to go. It's, it, it can be a sad, Christmas can be sad for some people. And that's what that poem was basically yeah. about. Something like, huh? It's yeah. not happy for everybody. What'd you say, hon? Oh, I said I it can, yes. Yeah. yeah. And I was just bringing that to attention. And, like, you know, you sent me the figs, and it made me so happy. And like you said, sometimes it's just the thoughtfulness that counts, you know? Just <laughs> the thoughtfulness. Thank you so much. So I don't Welcome, have to walk Mama. on the I'm beach. I'm glad you like them. I don't have to walk on the beach with one finger in the air. <laughs> <laughs> Try to see which way the wind blows. I know which way my wind blows. Okay. Let me see. I'm trying to find something to read my second piece. Uh Oh, what is going on with this stupid thing? Browse over here. Browse, browse, browse. It's not working right. What happens is uh, Microsoft wants you to get new stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> they mm-hmm. want you to get I bought this and put this on here. They don't have no right to be trying to tell me that. So, I mean, it's like it's making it so hard for me to uh, navigate. So I'm going to let you go. I'm not going to read the second piece because I'm mad now. Um, well, just yeah. take yourself out of the lineup, and if you want to come back, press one again, okay? No, I did enough. That's good. I had music, and I had a poem, and I got my, my figs to eat. And I'll just be, I'll be all right. I'm just going to sit here with my figs. Leave me alone, everybody. <laughs> just let me eat my figs. <laughs> right. I'm glad they got there right. today. Merry Christmas, Mama, and I love you. Thank you so much, and I know that, and I love you as well. Thank you so much. You're welcome. We'll talk to you soon, honey. Okay. Okay. Our next caller comes from area code 832 and followed by 850. Heads up, 850. All right. 832, you're on the air. Mr. Blue. Hey, Miss Nyla. How you doing? Happy all the holidays to you, sir. Yeah. yeah. Winter that, festival. 
Yeah. I don't pay attention much to it. Uh, I didn't say any yeah, specific just, holiday. I said all the things. No. I know. Yeah. I know. I know I just, you have just, things. Just, whatever they are, I'm very happy them. <laughs> no, it's, it's, no, yeah, no, but it's just a case of it's more about for me anyway, just remembering what happened on the, in or around the official holidays and knowing that, uh, well, just in its own way shows us a you know, sense of hypocrisy in, on a, an official level, you know what I'm saying? Not, not necessarily mm-hmm. per, person-to-person thing, but... You know, like I say, on that on that more broad scope, I guess. Anyway, uh, it is Soldier Blue. Um, I don't know. This, this piece really doesn't have a title, I guess. It's time to dance for the long dark, the heart of the night. You thought you could destroy, you couldn't. Midnight is crying with its own hymns, hung with its own shadows and cloaks of grace, silence slung at right angles, jade cuts 90% of knife and stone, everything waits for its time and tempo. Limbs and rhythms of being shake loose the crow and raven feathers, gather the dust from the sacred rattles. It is time to dance for the night. Dust marked roadsides, heat burdens the night highway, slow shuffle. The movements, motions, imprints are counted. There is a dearth of sound. The memory muffled seems to almost Shake with the bells of forgotten means of putting together ancient regalia when metal and glass beads were not so common. The long, dark tread of days that are no longer heartfelt, their ways remain among the stars. Nigagi. Tristing, twining minds begin their dream journey when sun grows dim and moon is more than a thought. The exchange of flesh for spirit, we see what we shall see. Reasons without reason, the circle strengthens everything as part of the present. Smoking sticks smoldering ash in the courts. The story fires were lit. The audience has moved on. Smoke fingers the hours of dark before dawn. Gasoline. Leaves rustle. Monchisa. 
Speaking from the shadows, the feather tremble of wings. Yeah, those who do not sleep. Words tumble over the night highway. Stones can echo sharp thoughts. The soft air pushes roadside. The ditches are filled with such. Dance steps do not concern themselves with what isn't theirs. We shall dance down the heart of the night. Deer toe rattles, snake skin, reptile resilience. We see what's happening and move before the blood shake begins. With the usual reptilian rains, the darkness makes everything shine bright, shabby. Bones, raw flames, wahi, boy, saga. We have come here laden with ceremony and sacrifice for the heart of darkness, the long, dark, sleep, and give payment for dreams. Sorrows haunt the landscape, positing themselves in dark, Ravening pools. The blue jay seeks to remind us that gray skies with a patchwork of blue are the promise of a peaceful day. Yes, we the people pray for a peaceful day. Darkness isn't blindness. It is another familiar color of being. Mold the clay, add breath of a raven, the song of a wolf, blue flayed like broken lightning, steps of flame, broken light. Shonge, trochotrunga. We are the second hand sweep. We are the fire that never really fades. We are the ghost road. Born dancers and we dance the long dark, the heart of darkness. And where we may find our loved ones, lost ones upon the shoulders of the night highway. There you will find us. Wow. That made my heart like ache. Holidays aren't a good time for me. No. I don't like them very much. But I love you. I love you too, my love. And you're always loved. You always have people that love you. (laughs) Yeah. I just don't like the holidays. 
Well, let's forget about the holidays then. It's snowing here. Come down to naked. <laughs> as long as I can bring green jello. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget the baby elephant. Yeah, you know. <laughs> hey, you guys, don't kink shame. <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't, you know, I mean, like I say, there's just a lot of things that kind of, and it's not like they close in on me. It's just that like, I, it's like, it's like if you were uh, walking through the mist of the forest and you know you start at one end and as you get closer to the other side you know obviously a lot of things on that on that edge that ridge of of the, the landscape you know become clearer and you know for me anyway the that's a lot of times what it is when it gets to the holidays it's just there's a lot of things that I already know I already understand and, you know, they are definitely part of my landscape because I have, you know, taken the time to learn them because of the sacrifices my people have made. So they just become a little clearer. Yeah. You're so amazing. I wish I could just give you a big hug right now. Hey, baby, are you going to read too? <laughs> I can. I've got one that's definitely in a in a different different setting. It's kind of kind of strange for me, but I mean, and and a lot of and also just because I mean, I don't. I'm not much. I well, I never was much of a drinker, and I really don't have any special special place in me for you know the the stronger drink. But it just seemed kind of appropriate in terms of. You know, like a lot of times when when my people get together, they will, you know, like if someone has a has a beer or they have a glass of wine, they'll raise a toast and say to all my relations, and mm-hmm. just spill a little bit, you know, in the four, you know, in the four directions, and you know, and just in a, you know, an, an acknowledgement there, you know, so it's, you know, it has it has its uh, it has its way there. Anyway, this is uh, uh, you know, this is something. kind of something, something like that. Tonight, when I get off the show and I go outside, and it's 20 degrees outside right now, and it's going to be snowing right in the middle of this horrible, horrible snow ice storm, I'm going to grab a glass of wine out of the refrigerator, and I'm going to go out, and I'm going to spill for your people. Uh, I want you to know that I'm going to do that tonight for you because I love you and I care. I love you too, Nyla. Uh, I don't. This one didn't really have a name for it either. I just. I'm not really titling anything anymore. A whiskey for the channeled holiday ghost. Well wishes for the holiday child who has seen no blood spilled. Peace. Beyond hope for those of red earth who have waited so long without the warmth of family. Silence offered with sacred smoke 
for the bones of those who have slept without prayers these many centuries. We Power moves in circles and everything is part of today. Raise a glass twice of twice blessed water that the old ones might share it with those who need it most. The ancestral drift brings answers from wherever they may lay. That collective unconscious that only those with courage can touch spirit beyond flesh of hand blanket of mist falls from a blanket of mist falls a thread of smoke a thread of smoke that winds itself around cut glass shot glass filled with prayers and songs a toast for the holiday channeled ghost earth summers sunset red soft spoken rifts of whisper silken ribbons flowing from a geometric charcoal version of shadow shirts a toast to those no longer with us we crave their presence a spoon of choke cherry juice blood of ceremony a bowl of rainwater for eyes rough with pain aloe pulp drink with slurs of sugar sugar for the dust coated throat a supper of soft vegetables for those who crave comfort sucker for passion lead passages of progress the flame grows cold dawn approaches live coals fire white a gold you can't trust you can't hold we are the children of old crows bones and talons rustle around us we are the ghost road born a toast a whiskey spilled into the four directions for the charmed visions of another frosty first holiday with a haze of sadness nothing here ends well so we survive and pull strength from ourselves as we walk the mist and growing cold of winter we are the ghost road born it is time to go a toast to the channeled ghosts of our holidays don't you join me with me and peace incredible you know I love that you 
right, even though things give you pain so that your story is heard. I can't do it any other way. I know. I don't know how. I know. I've been given this responsibility, so I have to carry it out. It is a brave and noble thing you do, my friend. And that's meant sincerely. I'm honored to be on this path with you. I appreciate that, Ms. Nyla. But I, I still think you should dance naked take... in the snow. I'm just saying. Because <laughs> I'm sure that somewhere in your path that is some ancestor thing. I'm, I'm sure there's oh, snow dance no. somewhere. <laughs> oh, I'm sure, sure there is. And yeah, I don't think we'd, we'd, we'd want to be seeing that much of me going around places, you know. <laughs> Everybody I know is naked right now. That's why I'm teasing, laughing about it. One so, sapien is down in Arizona right now at a camp. It's a naked camp, and so he's running around down. That's why he's not calling in. Because he's too busy running around naked in Arizona. It's like all, all my uh-huh. listeners are y'all are naked people. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I saw some stuff about the Burning Man thing a little while ago. That was uh, that was interesting to say the least. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, you can find me uh, Rafe Wild at face uh, facebook dot com, and underneath in parentheses it'll say Soldier Blue. I have uh, my Red Earth One podcast that I keep up with. And, as I'm able to, I have a, a four-day set of days off after tomorrow, so I probably will be doing some recording in those uh, that time off because it will allow me to kind of like ease my mind away from the the usual day-to-day nonsense and you know try to get something done. Mm-hmm. And so there, my the podcast name is uh, Red Earth One, and if you keep the words separate, it'll get you there a little quicker. And also, I got some uh, work on the Reverb Nation, and uh, I might even I'm, well, I'm gonna at least uh, I don't know how, if I'll actually do anything with it, but I will. I want to take a look at the video version that, of, of things that they have going with the uh, podcast people that I. Uh, uh, record through and just see what it entails as far as far as you know how uh, you do it with their with their uh, structure so I may be doing something of that too I'm not sure yet but that's it uh, as far as I'm, where I'm oh I forgot almost uh, I just uh, the the my people the uh, Great Osage just uh, published an easing uh, for uh, basically for reconnection. I wasn't able to talk about it before because they they asked us not to. Um, but uh, the, the release date was yesterday, and it's, uh, it was uh, like I say with the Osage people is for reconnection of our people to our people, and so one of my works in there for the. Uh, um, 
I believe it was, uh, it was called Ashes on a Wednesday, and it was for the uh, first re, uh, rediscovery, if you will, of the uh, bones of uh, Native children that, that were found underneath the At sites the of one of the boarding schools. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so that was, uh, I you know, they they published that in the easing that they just, like I say, just now, uh, yesterday was the release date. If you've got the link for that and you think about it, do you want to put it up on my page for me? Yes, I will. I'll, 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 I'll have to look because, like I say, I know that they they gave us, you know, the kind of like the author uh, uh, link, you know, beforehand. Uh, and I have to figure out which one it is now that is the uh, the public link, you know, for you know for other folks to be able to see it. Yeah. Perfect. All right, sweetheart. I appreciate you so much. And thank you so much for coming on and sharing all of that with us tonight. Thank you, Miss Nyla. We will talk to you next week. Yes, indeed. I'll have more. (laughs) All right, baby. Big hugs (laughs) to you, okay? Thank you, Miss Nyla. Big hug to you, too. You're welcome, my darling. My brother. Love you. (laughs) <laughs> Love you too. Bye. All right. Now we have Captain O Captain. Bring me my captain. Area code eight five zero. You're on the air. How you doing? <laughs> doing wonderful. How are you, sweetheart? Oh, I am sitting at the welcome center at the Texas State Line. About an hour and a half from my hotel, I will be back on the boat about 5 o'clock in the morning. Uh, yeah, it's been a, Is the weather okay down there? So I, I just hit, I hit the front in about Lafayette, Louisiana. We had a little bit of rain, but the biggest problem is the wind. We've got about 30 mile per hour winds right now. Anybody's traveling or about to travel, the roads, the highways are insane right now. You've either got the people that they drive like they're the only ones that have somewhere to go and not the million other people on the highways. You've got the people that this is one of the times a year they travel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's an adventure. Anyway, oh, as I was listening to Soldier Blue, I was trying to remember a story from when I was a kid. I want to say it was the rock musician Bo Diddley back in his early days, and he opened up for someone. And it was like one of those shows where it was mismatched, where like, and he came out, they did just a couple of songs, blew the place away, and whoever the main act was, it was some like, I'm going to say Pat Boone, I don't know. The crowd like booed Pat Boone off the stage, wanting Bo Diddley back. I feel like I'm that second act and Soldier Blue was Bo Diddley, so I'm like, how in the heck am I supposed to follow that? Oh, anyway, here we are. 
<laughs> you hold your own just perfectly fine, my modest darling. <laughs> I love I love his stuff. I love his I don't have any of my notes in front of me. I just have uh, my finished piece I put on Instagram. I'm almost positive that you used one of your prompts for two or three weeks. I'm not not sure. Uh, My apologies if it doesn't work. This is called The Power of My Sins. Trade me a memory, fill this empty dream. I lean on poetry to bail me out again. Lighting a pyre of my sins, piercing the tight aroma of still night air. Frail deeds steal my peace in another empty field where lonely stars still shine, but the stones are hostile under my sinful. Are you still there? Yes, ma'am. Did I lose you? Yeah, I couldn't. I You were talking, and then it's like everything cut out. Really? That was weird, yeah. I'm sorry. Oh. You, you That's okay. Now? Do you want... Yeah, I can, I can hear you now. Do you want to read that over again? For me, please? Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, I moved the phone. No, it wasn't, I don't know what's going phone. on. Okay. Maybe the weather down here. Okay, this is called Power of My Sin. Trade me a memory. Poetry. Hiding a power of my sin. Hide aroma of still light air. Frail deeds steal my peace. Where lonely stars still shine. Stones are hostile. Sinful. That was awesome it was still cutting out so it was like listening to you read through a strobe light but everything i heard was incredible (laughs) not not sure what's going on with the phone lines down there yeah is this better that is better did you have us on speakerphone i had you plug yeah it was plugged into hands-free because i've been driving so my apologies. Oh, that might have been why. That no, that's okay. That might have been yeah. why. Are you going to read a second yeah. one for us? Uh, uh, why not? Uh, a tenth of the time of everybody else. So why not? Okay. Uh, this one is called "Fall Like the Angels." <clears throat> I'm in the words of this hand-me-down heart on lovelorn paper, jaded for so long. Chasing yesterday's empty promise, I'm tired of falling apart. So veil this hurt in your golden smile and swing down from the sky. Fall like the angels right into me. We'll revel in the taste of what the night brings, where stars no longer hide and the moon spills light in our bones. End poem. Wow. That was was beautiful. Uh Thank you, ma'am. Oh, that was beautiful. Well, thank you. Thank you. The trying to remember. I'm. I'm. uh, The whole thing about that one was swing. Uh, I actually wrote that one 
from a picture picture of a um and I wish I knew who to credit the art to. It was just a, I think I saw it on Pinterest. It was a like a digital art photo of uh, like a lady in a swing swinging from the moon, and that uh-huh. was kind of kind of where that where that came from. But uh, I want to wish everybody a uh, uh, merry or happy insert your own holiday. Whichever applies, <laughs> and uh, uh, and uh, hope everyone has a safe New Year and uh, stay warm. Uh, it's, it was when I left North Alabama today. It was 65, and it's 31 right now, and it's supposed to be I think 18 in Houston tonight. So. Gonna be a huge temperature drop yeah, this, just today. It's a crazy cold front coming down from the Arctic right now. It's insane. Mm-hmm. All right, stay warm, yes, my sweetheart. Is. And reading that one with the prompt in, or the prompt in it got your name into the drawing. So congratulations on that. Well, thank you, ma'am. Appreciate it. You're and, welcome. Uh, one question we'll I had for you. you uh huh. Oh, I'm sorry. One one quick question. Do you have more than one Facebook page? I do. Just, Okay, I think I was trying to – I looked the other day, and I think I'm on the wrong one. Uh, I couldn't figure out a way to post my poem to it, and I saw nobody else had, and I was like, well, maybe this is not where I'm supposed to be. Uh, I have one that's for for me doing this stuff, and I have one that's like my personal page for my family and things. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, then I, I was on the right one. Uh, okay. Well, uh, but I appreciate it. I'm, well, you know, I'm, you'll I'm, know you're I'm on the right one. one. You'll know you're on the right one if the banner on my page shows the show's logo and a cup of coffee. Yes, it did do that. It did do that. Okay. Yeah, so you're oh, on the right one then. Okay. All right. I guess uh, I just couldn't figure out how to how to post to it. I didn't see where I post how you post to it, but I'll figure it out. Are but you on, uh, anyway, I'm in are the Are you on my anyway. friends list? Okay. Are you are you on my friends uh, list? I doubt it. Oh, I just followed you. I looked you up and followed you oh, the first time yeah. I tuned into the show. Send me a friend's request. That's why you can't post. It's because you're not on my – so send me a friend's request, and um, then that will let you post. If you want to be my friend. Okay. Oh, sure. Let's see. <laughs> oh. I don't see uh, not giving me the uh, the option to request you. It just it just says follow. This is weird. Huh. All right, we'll figure Wait, it out. I'll I need to look you up. I need to look you up from. I'm sorry. I need to look you up from my personal page. I'm looking at you through my po- my poetry page. That's probably what's uh-huh. wrong. Uh, that be, okay. That, that, that makes sense. This stuff is so over my head. I'm I'm literally (laughs) fumbling through it as I go, trying to figure it out, and I don't know. Do you want to tell Um, everybody your um, Facebook page so they can find you, your poetry page again? It's Dead Society Poet. Everything, pretty much, uh, every, all my social media is Dead Society Poet. Uh, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. Instagram is my main, where most of my poetry goes. Uh, Facebook gets a pretty good bit of I've recently gotten into doing readings on TikTok 
and I'll share those to Instagram and uh, Facebook as well. That is really has that's really been a growing experience and moving out of my comfort zone. Uh, but it's been a lot of fun. I'm getting a, getting a lot of good uh, feedback from it. So uh, we're we're gonna keep rolling. <laughs> Perfect. All right, sweetheart. We'll talk to you next week, okay? Yes, ma'am. I will. uh, Everybody have a good one. All right. Thank you. Thank you, ma'am. All right. Our next caller comes from Erica. Let me go ahead and give you We've got 903, then we have 419-302-732-631-518. You do not have your hand up. If you want to come on the air with us, 518, press 1. You're here just listening. Cool. All right, 903. Hello, Nyla. This is Eric Shulman. I got my voice back. You sound so much better. (laughs) Yeah, I went to the doctor's today, actually, and got medicine. (coughs) But uh, I also had today off, and I'm going to have several days off. It said I had bronchitis. I got antibiotics and cough suppressants. Good, good. So, Next time I tell you go to the doctor, do it. I did. <laughs> I had to wait to get sooner. off. Sooner. I had to tell my dad. Sooner. Yeah, I need to go sooner, <laughs> that's for sure. Oh, Not I love later. it. Your dad will let you off early so you can call into the poetry show, but he isn't letting you off earlier to go to the doctor. I love his priorities. I love that man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, That's he gets funny. tired of me coughing on the back of his neck, too, and I ride with him in the back seat, so <laughs> he rides in the front. That's, so. That's one way to get it done, huh? <laughs> yeah, that is, yeah. That's a good way. That's well, definitely the way to go. so, so much better. I am so glad. And thank you so much. I've been taking vitamin C and zinc and D and E and, and a bunch of others, but uh, when my dad had COVID, he actually took the doctor told him to take uh, basically uh, large amounts of vitamin C and D and zinc, and that actually helped him. I don't know how exactly, but that's what that's what he did. So, and I didn't have COVID, thank you. But so I usually get bronchitis in the winter, unfortunately, that flares up. But uh, I got one of my poems. I actually already read it to you. Uh, I haven't read any new. I haven't written any new ones yet, um, but, I mean, for for Christmas and, and the holidays. So <clears throat> I still got my one that I read a couple years ago back on the – actually, I think last year. All right. This is Christmas, written by Eric Shulman. Winter's freezing winds blow briskly, brutally, brutally snowy, sleety, solstice. Merriment spirits, jolly, joyful, happy hearts, yuletides, festivals, celebrating, Christ gift-giving, gift-receiving, singing carols, giving praise, wild hunt celebrations for Yule, praising and worshiping Odin, modern drinnets, commuting, communing, communities, heralding, happy, hopeful, holly, holidays, rejoicing religions, righteous reverences, icy, ivy, icicles, snowfall, snowballs, snowmen, snowflakes, trips, togetherness, 
tidings, toys, traditions, merry, manger, mince pies, mistletoes, mittens, myrrh, angels appreciate advents, sledding, slaying, skating, candy canes, cards, caring, cheerful, charismatic, hot chocolate, hot cider, hugs, hallelujah, receiving red ribbons, reunions, reindeer, ice skating, icicle eating, Israeli, St. Nicholas, Santa Claus, sacred symbols, special shepherd spirits, tinsel trees, three kings day, tiny Tim, tranquilist, magical musical miracles, Mary, messianicism, appreciating angels, advent calendars, aroma, stuffed stockings, sugar plums, scarfs, apostles believed in Jesus Christ's Doctrine, evangelicalism, freedom, gracefulness, godliness, generousness, glory, God's son, holiness, happiness, hopefulness, honorable, intuitions, uh, yeah, intuitions, innovations, introspections, justifications, juxtapositions, kindness, knowledgeable, king of kings, light, love, laws, life, mercifulness, masterfulness, Noteworthiness, never-ending notoriety, obedience, omnipresent, omnipotent, prophecies, parables, preachings, quotable questionings, righteousness, rebelliousness, revelations, spreading salvations, sanctions, supreme savior, truthful teachings tremendously, universalisms, undefiled, Vindications, victorious, wisdom, way, wonderfulness, synodical, yearning, celery, children waking up their parents earlier than usual, awaiting whatever gifts they expected, receiving gifts their parents bought them, whether or not they liked what they got, still thank, thank them either way. Christmas, it comes in and goes once every year. Christmas is winter's full, uh, winter celebration, full of cheer. Christmas is festive fun, joyful, and happiness. Christmas is it's to give and receive gifts. Christmas is celebrating Christ's birthday. Christmas is enjoying great feasts with family and friends. Christmas time has come tonight. Good food, drinks, and company. Celebrating Christ's birthday. Hailing Holly, Holly King, <coughs> excuse me, Hailing Holly King, Oak King, Sons, Son, Rebirth Festival, that's the end piece. <laughs> you did that all without stuttering, I'm impressed. Yeah, I actually got it this time. Thank you, <laughs> appreciate it. That's oh, a long one not to stutter. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thank you so I, I much. I've heard that many it. times. So, yeah, good job on that. Hey, honey, are you going to read two tonight, Eric? Uh, that was kind of long, but, uh, yeah, I can. And this one's uh, a little different. So uh, there's this uh, prop <coughs> that Gina Carilla actually gave me uh, from one of those dark poetry uh, groups, and it's zombie gnomes is uh, the <laughs> – <laughs> it's a picture of zombie gnomes in a garden in a cemetery. So 
Yeah, I can read that. It's pretty short. So Okay. I just didn't want to read two long ones, that's all. So <laughs> All right. Zombie gnomes. They're spooky, gooky, fluky, and kooky. Creepy, weepy, seepy, sweep sweeply, sheeply, deeply, steeply, peepingly. They're strange, they're deranged, they're strange. Oh, my bad. They're strange, deranged, estranged, estranged, having mange, living on the range of Grange cemeteries. They're witty, bitty, gritty, singing ditties about their brains, gains, and pains. They're bloodthirsty, blood-sucking, fresh flesh, meat, bones, body eaters. There are the protectors of these cemeteries, tombs, and the spirits' bodies that have crossed over that haven't crossed over yet. They're they're the zombies. They're the zombie gnomes living in their gnome-built homes. That's in peace. My first time <laughs> reading that one. So I love gnomes. Now I'm going to be scared forever. Thank you for that. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Nothing like go the for a power walk, of fear. I'm walking at night, so I'm going to go for a walk at night, and I'm going to pass the old lady's house and just like you know, see that gnome sitting there staring at me, and it's just never <laughs> going to be the same now. That's it. You're forever scarred. Yeah, actually, <laughs> uh, I read an article on H.P. Uh, Lovecraft wrote, and also uh, I read an article by, by uh, Edgar Allan Poe, too, they talk about the fear of or the power of fear and why they did why they wrote horror um they they argue that it's the most uh powerful emotion that we actually have and it's a great way to control people too so mm-hmm. but you know I like my horror too <laughs> so but yep that's what I got tonight sorry for scaring you but that's what I have <laughs> I, so. I think I'll be I'll be okay it. Yeah. I haven't made All anything right. out awesome. there in the dark that's any better than me, so. <laughs> well, there you go. Right. Yeah, I actually had this uh, date I went on with this singer-songwriter. She won the – she actually tied, and then she actually won later on. But she had written her and sang and, song, or sang and played a guitar, too, that I met when I was in the Navy in Virginia. She was from California. And, uh, anyway, she uh, won that on the radio. And I went, we went to a park that was secluded, and she told me one time that she was actually afraid of the dark. And I told her, I was like, yeah, there's creatures out in the dark, but, like, you know, I grew up in the country. I wouldn't let anything hurt her, one, two, you know, you can protect yourself against a creature. But most of the creatures, they weren't going to mess with us. But she said one time she had stayed the night and camped out with a previous boyfriend. And uh, they got they had to call the cops because they got lost and they got scared and just a complete mess. It was like midnight or something, and I was just like, what the? <laughs> it's like, what's wrong with y'all people afraid of the dark? Come on, there's no monster out there. The monster's in your brain, you know. I got plenty of psychological uh, psychological monsters in my brain, you know. But yeah. there's always the boogeyman tale, too, so. <clears throat> but anyways, thanks for letting me uh, be on your show. Yeah. Thanks for correcting me last week. Don't put me in my place. Sometimes I need it too. Did I but, do that? Uh, I'm still working on oh, my. Mean, uh, you mean about going to the doctor? 
Yeah, telling me to go to the doctor. Yeah, I finally went. Oh, okay. <laughs> wait, wait, did yeah, I do that's that? What I'm talking about. <laughs> no, talking about telling me to go to the doctor, but I'm still working on my okay. uh, poems with the just like that one, and and it's a little different now, but I still have 45 poems to write in my book, uh, and uh, I've already written 15, I think was the last count. Yeah, so I'm getting there. I'm not taking. I'm taking my time on that. I just want them to be as good as they can be. Um, you know, I like to evolve. You know, as I've been doing from since I first got on your show, like shit, probably six years ago. So, but I mean, I've been doing that ever since I started writing poetry back in uh, eighth grade. When I was fourteen or twelve, somewhere in there. But you know, I like to play with. My, I like to play and get messy. So, <coughs> but. Uh, it's, um, like nine degrees here. So when I was eating my burgers this morning, or this afternoon, or this evening, when I woke up, I actually fell asleep taking my medication and, uh, I woke up right in time for your show and I was like, oh crap. So I got, uh, some hamburger meat and made me some burgers and then I was eating and I saw my breath, <laughs> all my windows are frozen and everything's frozen except for my water. I had made it drip, so that's good. But anyways, uh, Merry Christmas and Merry whatever you believe in. That's my thing. Thank you. (laughs) All the things. I believe in all the things. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Yeah. Just throw it all together. All right, sweetheart. Well, thanks so much for having us. We will talk to you next week, honey. Mm -hmm. Yes, uh, definitely be here. Thanks so much for the platform. Thanks for everything you do for us, Nyla. Appreciate it. And uh, have a great one. Enjoy your winter holiday. And, I will. Uh, talk I will to you next sure. week. Have a great night. All right, sweetie. All right. Thank you. Bye. Give Daddy a hug for me, okay? All right, I will. Definitely will. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. All right. Bye. Our next caller comes from area code 419. 419, you're on the air. Hi, Nyla. Hello, Mr. Jones. I got your track. I was so excited to see that. Thank you for sending it. Man, thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. Of course. So, You're welcome to send me any you want. So, um, like I do, I wrote this in your queue, um, and it's called High Enough. And Clarence, if you're listening, I hope you're listening, because Clarence got a little input on this. He he put a little bit into this. Uh, It's kind of a long poem, but um, I think you'll enjoy it. High enough. I used to think that if I ever got high enough, I would see the molecules of everything flying up. I thought I would be able to see the Saturn rings melt and dissipate into the universe's vastness and technicolor and 3D glasses. I did one time witness the basic design, the original blueprint of uh, everything, and it was breathtaking. It appeared to me in a vivid dream, and something spoke to me, but not in human speaking. It spoke to me through a chaotic breeze, thunderstorms, and a blistering freeze, and the rigid hardness of the earth as it rescued me in the blazing song of fire. Just when I reached the point I thought I was alone, 
Was I alone? I was not alone. But I have entered a place within that most don't know to go. I began to walk the uninvited path ahead before too long. The road untraveled began to unravel for me, and then it began to speak deeper into riddles to me. Thank you, mind alive inside these thoughts I tried so hard to interpret. Their meaning more riddles began to follow. I'm scratching my back on this post like a wildebeest. I won't defer to the second half. I will receive the red pill, not the blue, you know, so I can see the world more clearly, and I won't see it all from the top of old Smokey. Now I'm choking on the truth that's been put inside my optical center, and I taste it in my lungs, the truth I cannot stop hacking it up. I'm hearing now and ready and dressed down for the coming stormy weather. Rest in peace, Stormy. We still and always will miss you. I cherish the experience to carry that she busted when she first got up me on the mic busting. Six years later, girl, I'm addicted. And even though I've been taking time out, I still can't be stopped. To go to ego, speaking again as I begin drinking the wrong type of Kool-Aid. And I feel a skipping in my thoughts and some heart palpitation kick. Tick, tick, tock. I lost the king of my time, arithmetic when he reigned the mic. I knew a man named Church. He was an outlaw, legendary, and even always will be. I'm tearing up. We've lost too many great poets, and I selfishly feel the world doesn't take enough time to notice. So this is me tipping half of my glass to the celestial greatness. Time is starting to feel a little more and more borrowed. A cloud of thought passes overhead like the Sunday paper funny section. Yeah, I'm a fucking comic. A fly-by-the-seat-pants type of dude. Here, hold my chronic. Hey, yo, Clarence, let's go supersonic and smack these dummies back to the 80s with Johnny Mnemonic dry gin and tonic and to the pioneers of rhyming. This is me attempting to pay them homage. I got to admit it, though, Thursday night, I'd love to get down at the speakeasy. I'm the giggling fool in the background, flirting and crushing hard on Isla, chuckling to myself in the queue, <laughs> hearing the response to me and my thoughts. She'd be like, oh, come on, Rebel. You got me blushing. Stop it. So if I ever got high enough, I would probably sit my dumb ass down and wait my turn, blaze a little more, and write a piece just like this. Thank you for waking up today. <laughs> You're so awesome. I can't stand it. <laughs> Quit it. You're making me blush. <laughs> oh, stop it. <laughs> stop it. <laughs> so, yeah. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. It made me laugh. That was great. That was a Thank great you. piece. I can Thank tell you, you were having fun with it. Oh, that was great fun. That was great. You know what? You're always your show is always like amused to me. Like I don't usually bring anything to your show. I just write it while I'm waiting. I like that. I'll take it. You're interesting, girl. You're interesting. You're running a good show here. See. Thank you. I'm pretty proud of pretty proud of what the poets have built. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. I'm glad I got to be a piece of this. Now, your family. Oh, thank you. You are. Oh, I also want to say, oh. get better, Eric Shelby. Um, I, too, was just getting over this crap. Uh, no getting sick, you guys. It's not just not allowed. I know. I went, I went to the doctors because I ended up, um, I collapsed. Like, I couldn't breathe. 
So I got to the hospital like immediately and um come to find out after forty six years I got asthma. Wow. But they said I could have gotten you know, right? a bad case of COVID. They That's said crazy. um a bad case of the COVID could have activated it. And did you have COVID? Oh yeah, I've had it I've had it twice. Ugh. Not me yet, knock on wood. It would it probably probably would not make it through it. That's scary. That's scary for me. All right, sweetheart. Yeah, the, the first time it wasn't that bad, but the second time it felt like death. It was terrible. <sighs> Anyways, um, I am Rebel Jones, and you probably can't find me anywhere lately because I'm everywhere. <laughs> but I'm, I'm like everywhere in person, not not digitally. I haven't I haven't like demoleculized myself into the digital world yet, so I'm everywhere physically. <laughs> <laughs> you like, won't catch like me. Like Visa. Visa, everywhere yeah, you, you want to be. <laughs> you won't really catch me on too much social media lately. Um, so most people most people that I talk to regularly got my phone number, and we talk regularly. So, and I, You're I, here I, every I week, you so that's good. I, I hit you up in the messenger on occasion, I live so. Awesome. But don't mind me. I'm just that giggling fool crushing hard. Don't mind me, girl. Oh, quit it. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> All right. Thank you for having me. All right, sweetheart. Appreciate you so much. Have a really good holiday and a happy new year to you. But we'll talk to you before New Year. Same to you. Same to you. All that. All that. Just have good days. Yeah, you too. All right, sweetheart. Thank you. All right. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Our next caller. I'm going to go ahead and get the line up here again real quick. we got 302, 732, and 631. We have 518-518. You're not in the lineup. If you want to come on 518, press 1. If you're here hanging out, glad you're here. Change your mind anytime. Press 1, 518. And if you want to read 518, press 1, 518. Okay. I'll quit telling you 518. All right, let's go ahead and bring in 302. 302, you're on the air. Maybe if my board will stop acting up. There we go. 302, are you with me? Are you muted? 302. Paul, are you there, Paul? Paul, come to the light. Follow my voice. I can hear you way, way off. Whoa, there you are. (laughs) You can hear now better? Yeah, yeah. That scared me. Hi, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. I'm hiding. (laughs) I'm at work hiding. You're at work right now? Huh? Huh? Did you say you were at work? Can you hear me you're you're far away again. Can you hear me? Now I can. Nyla? Okay, perfect. 
Yep, I can, I can hear you. You see, I did have something that I was going to read. First, I have to find my glasses. They help sometimes. Okay. All right, I'm ready. Okay. This first one is called What the What? <laughs> Man, you know, there are some, let's just say, Different beliefs these days. Times are changing. Values are being rearranged. Compassion and decency has been restrained. And more tragic is that less and less we as a nation call upon Jesus' name. We put our trust in leaders who sell us out. On a worldwide level, we have practically lost any for all respect and or clout. Because now, instead of Jesus, it is self. And the almighty dollar we tout. God himself is actually being phased out. When we are, allow our children to be exposed to violent games and music filled with murder and mayhem and degradation, we become a part of the downfall of this entire nation, a byproduct to the destruction of God's creation. Murder and mayhem is the answer to far many situations. And I'm scared to death for what is to come in the future of mankind. For the direction we are headed, we as a nation need a good, swift, spiritual kick in our hard-headed behind. We are turning away from the one true, loving, omnipresent, omnipotent, omniscient God, and it started and continues on as we allow Satan to rent spaces in our minds. This is the scariest scenario I've ever seen. This makes ghoulishly clever masks that many adorn, allowing them to blend in and infect humanity virtually unseen. <laughs> Skeletons and monsters and ghosts are tossed and viewed as something to fear. But I'm here to tell you that danger of ignoring the call of God over our lives is something worldly boogeyman could never come near. How have we fallen this low? And how do we change what fuels our minds and our actions and our hearts? The truth of the matter is we can't if we don't return to the arms of Christ and allow his love salvation, and blood to cover us. Now, that I think of it, this is the best way, the only way and time. For our eternity, God's holy presence will start, but it shall never occur, and we shall never be eternally blessed if we don't submit and play our part, and then let God do the rest. Poem. That was powerful, my dear. Thank you. You're very you know, welcome. I, cheat. <laughs> <laughs> I get help from my daddy. Do you? Yes, indeedy. 
Mm-hmm. I say, Daddy, I got to write some help. <laughs> and before you know, he done gave me something that did, wow, that's pretty good. <laughs> it, it's always like that when, when he's in the mix. Mm-hmm. Oh, Are you going to read to my sweetheart? Okay, yeah. I, let me see. I did have something for Christmas. Ah, uh, well, I say it's for Christmas. Uh, where'd you go? All right, search. There we go. And it's just called Christmas. Excessive spending, going into debt, buying presents by the score. That's what has become of Christmas. As Christ's miraculous birth, more and more we choose to ignore. It is no longer politically correct mention Christ in reference to his birth. So it's Merry Xmas or Happy Holiday. How in all that is holy did we allow this to be, let alone become acceptable? I fear this is just the beginning, especially to those of us who have a relationship with and understand the importance of his birth. No matter which month or day, but even more disturbing is the probability of this disrespect being here to stay. Please, don't, don't misunderstand me. I agree. Buying gifts is nice. For God, Christ, gave the greatest gift of all on that wondrous day of his wondrous birth. That was able, enabled the greatest sacrifice. The youth of today must know about Christmas's true reason. The birth of mankind's Savior is only reason for this season. So sit them down and explain Christ's unique virginal appearance. Put less focus on gifts and things and who has toys on clearance. This season denotes the beginning of our reconciliation with God. It's about so much more than Santa Claus eating much too much and drinking rum spiked eggnog. All caught up on, what am I getting? This season has become all about me, me, me. What about how can I serve another like Christ did for humanity? Humbly, selflessly. Without Christmas, we be eternally lost. Let his name be on our tongue. Santa Claus can't offer you pardon from your sin, nor will he be at the pearly gates to welcome you in. His elves can't make a gift to surpass the gift of salvation and eternal life. If you want to give something, what better than a gift of Jesus Christ? This is, after all, the celebration of the birth of Jesus Christ and how our salvation began. Starting with the birth of Jesus, not a fat, jolly man called Saint Nick, but for Jesus the Christ, his one and only holy son. That's that piece. Again, very powerful, very passionate, beautiful read. Thank you. Thank you. You are welcome here. Y'all got to let them children know what the real deal is in Christmas. Don't just think it's about getting broken and somebody coming down the chimney. Tell them the truth. If someone comes down my chimney, they're probably going to get shot in the butt. Yeah, a lot of chimneys. <laughs> <laughs> that might have been All a right, thing I'll way back her. in the day, but not no more. 
<laughs> Tell everyone how to find you, sweetheart. Alrighty, I'm Paul Sampson, Divine Inspiration on Facebook. You can also catch me every Sunday night at Tiffany and the Inspirations Inspiration Factory where we do profanity free inspirational poetry. Sometimes it's a theme, sometimes it's not. But either way, bring us what you got. And that's about it. Perfect. And then when I can on Thursday nights you catch me here with Nyla. That's the best place to be. I agree. (laughs) All right, sweetheart. Merry Christmas to you. Thank you for being here, and we will talk to you soon. You as well. Thank you. God bless you and your listeners. Thank you, honey. You too. Good night. All right. Our next caller comes from area code 732. 732, you're on the air. Merry Christmas. Hey, Gregory, how are you? I'm safe and warm. I called wish you and everyone, and thanks for the story time. Merry Christmas. Blessed winter nightfall. It's been dark for quite a few hours. Tuning into the between 4.30 and 5.10 nightfall, changing the tones. And since it's been all gray and kind of rain, so the tones kind of change, and we're having just Merry Christmas. How are you? I'm doing wonderful, sweetheart. Pardon me, my dear? I said Merry Christmas and hello to you too, my dear. Yeah, neat. I have nothing. We broke continuum, saw reading up and getting the gears, turning the new stuff, you know, stuff in notebooks, but nothing complete. So start reading again, get everything going. Why, do you have any prompts? Do I have any prompts? I gave some at the beginning of the show. Yeah, I was, and throw me one or two. Uh, let's see. We've got, dun, dun, dun. Red light, green light, and rescue me. Hmm. Red light, green light. Red light, green light. How this iPhone become so entwined and internalized? What a way to get through life. Everything's on there, and everything you would think it is could easily be, especially if you're into banking, Take the iPhone, nail it to the wall. Thank you. I have nothing to say. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Red light, green light. Red light, green light. No going backwards. So even like when you're parking, you're, you're out, you know, interacting with, you know, the, the mainstream of it all. You know, uh-huh. you, you, nothing, you never go backwards. So you would park forward, okay, people backing into a spot, you know, Main Street just messes our head up because it's mathematically <laughs> sound and it's part of, you know, Western mathematics. And like football makes people drive crazy. We're not allowed to go backwards. So red light, green light, everything's a green light. 
the little thing in uh, let you know your computer's on. Thank you. iPhones are. Yeah, we shouldn't put it. I'm not putting it down. Anyhow, that's all. Everything's okay. We liked it enough. Five o'clock nightfall. We got everybody, you know, working on doing stuff, keeping everybody motivated. I'm now puffing up cigars, but everything got shut down for a couple days. Then the holidays. So I'll hit the book, hang it up, see what tomorrow brings. Are you at peace? Always. Well, always. Why? Because you can't heal if you're not at peace. So everybody reap their inner peace, heal each other, and freaking Zelensky is freaking cool. That's all. <laughs> suffer none. Do not Thank suffer. Thank you. Okay, Putin's a war crime. Okay, I'll, I'm listening. So. <laughs> all right, Gregory. <laughs> Thank you so you much, poet. sweetheart. Hey, stay warm. Merry Christmas to you, sweetheart. Excellent. We're okay. It's New Jersey. We'll talk to you soon, hon. <laughs> all right, let's Thank get you. Miss. Let's get spicy on the air. Six three one. Patiently waiting. Six three one. Hello. How are you? I am wonderful, sweetheart. How are you doing? I'm okay. I'm glad you're here. Merry, happy holidays, and all the good things to you. Same to you. Am I clear? Mm-hmm. You are. Have mercy. Here we go. I'm, I'm cracking up and I'm going to eat. Don't pay me no mind. The title of this piece is Close Air. Okay. I need you to do one thing for me. I need you to breathe, in, breathe me in deeply. Exhale existed for those things to pass away. See, however, I stand firm on my, on my word. Who stroke your worries? Yes, I will be your shoulder like I have said before. I love you. Now, that's what I want. Or or not for what others others keep. There is there is there is I want that the have mercy. I want that the dignity as well. I have had spirits that involve themselves, but for the night and day of not hearing or hearing the empathetic heart who hear the, the, the cries of another. Over 
Stephen, Bishop Jules, obvious shares a good truth path live at this moment. It defines a a boy from a boy from man or man to boy. Realizing that this is something that that must be earned and not just learned, like I said earlier, early on me. I just remember something that I told someone. I affectionately leave my photo off of Facebook and some of pages too. Order for you to get to know me because it shows, shows this character of of myself. Besides, I never wanted to be like your age. So, so many and so many words that promises that leave pages of our minds. See, what more I can say, I found myself in a land where I am underground and never uncovered. Only by those who who were to uncover their own hidden treasures that are unforeseen by any who appreciate what we have to show in their right capable hands. But before what we are today, our our placement is was unknown. This this is how it was explained to most most of us in a dream. I have chosen you to do my great works. Meaning euphemism as as my my son put it that my colloquialism as a Russian were pressing into an ocean as time is to meet me in with the ocean touches my hand as I the air the person you are and who you are becoming I realize that you the one who I wanted could never have until you breathe in air and that 
is that piece. And you folks, did a fantastic job. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> fantastic job on that, sweetheart. That was an incredible write. I'm, every time I turn around, my tongue was stumbling. And I'm like, come on, you can get through this now. I know, I kept hearing you say, have mercy, have mercy. (laughs) Yes, my tongue was stuck. And I was like, come on now. And that's what we work out. And I'm like, hey, you you know what, Spicy? Yes. You know what I have? Let me see if I can find right. it. Let me see if I can hang on. Da, 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 da. This is my hold music. Dun, 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 da, 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 da. SP. I. So I have a track on here called Something Beautiful Still Remains. Yes. Do you remember, do you remember that poem? Uh-huh. Uh, Diamond J recorded that for you. I think I'm going to use that to close the show tonight. Okay. Uh, whatever happened to Diamond J? He's still around. He's a, he, he got his wife's kid. He got remarried. And now he's working on his, his marriage. He's still around. Every now and again, I'm like, um, coming to the show, what's the first show? And I tell him, <laughs> he's like, nah. Every now and again, I get him going. I, <laughs> I, still, use, I still use him for recording. So oh, good. Well, can, how, then he, if you've got more recordings, you can send them to me. I sent you some. I sent, um... Admiralty. Here we go. I, can't, uh, <laughs> I love you so much. I can't, I have to uh, uh, on Malcolm X. I have to on everything with James Diamond did that one. Here. Oh, he's doing one more for me. Yeah. He's still working on yeah. I haven't got gotten a hold of yet. But he's he's up in there. I if he does all you or a piece of will stand up for me. Yeah. Tell off another poet that we all know and I'm not missing names, so so you want to do me a favor, my darling, and tell everyone how they can find you, your Facebook page? I'll put it in chat. Okay? Okie dokie. That works for me. Okay. I am... I'm. Thank you. I'm watching for it, so I will tell everybody when it pops up in chat. All right, sweetheart, great job tonight. Appreciate you. Merry Christmas, all the happy things, and 
We will talk to you next week, okay? Yes, yes ma'am. <laughs> All right, sweetheart. Thank you. All right, you guys. So I'm having some difficulties with my phone lines right now. I am going to, in fact, I think I'll do it right now so I can mess with the phone lines. I'm going to go ahead and play Spicy's piece um, that Diamond J recorded for them called Something Beautiful Still Remains. That way they can hear it while they're still on the line. So here we go. Once again, here's your boy Diamond J, who's speaking on behalf of Spicy, who got something to say. This time she's talking about something beautiful. Something beautiful still remains. The sight of a moonlit serenade that gently touches the emotions. Noticing how the trees that sway under a lit sky as we watch this serenade of how we danced in the twilight hours. So much of you lends yourself to me, as I did the same. For hours, we seemed to be in the same frame of a silent movie, as if we were. Always hearing the sounds of the harp and xylophone as we pass. Watching as the beauty still remains in this. Affairs come and go, but still, something beautiful remains. This beauty is what we brought from two souls that run through the rivers, that run deep into our entities. Just as you thought you saw the beauty in the disasters of me. How the gentleness of kind words parted my Red Sea. As I waved the clouds away, what I saw was something that only a blind man could feel in his spirit. The more that it came to be, the more I can't let go. Signs of our heart gave to the beauty she became, just as it gave to him, being her protector. Learning that she could value him for his, seeing that he could value her for her culture. Reaching for two souls to become one, seeing how the beauty passed through more than the stars above, they also pass over. So many times we are graced with the sun that adorns us with its rays. In the same way, we frown upon the water that falls and feeds the grass and flowers. But what still lingers is the beauty within. The further we got into our own ways, it drew us closer together. We found that our beauty comes in different areas, picturing when they meld together. How it would be the simplicity of something beautiful, something beautiful that still remains, like me and Spicy, Diamond J and Spicy, my voice, her words, put them together, you have something beautiful that will still remain. We love that. It was so awesome. That was incredible. Yes, Spicy, if I can get it off of, I don't know if I still have the actual file. It's on my old computer that blew up all over my room, uh, like impaled my office door and stuff. But if I 
have it on file where I can pull it on the computer. I will. Otherwise, I'll figure out a way to pull it off of the because uh, I can't download it from this the switchboard. Or I can't download it from the archives here. But um, I can. I'll figure out a way. I can set up a private show, play the track, and get it that way. Download it that way. But yes, I will figure out a way to get that to you, my love. All right, you guys, we uh, are having some technical issues here. So while I try to figure out what's going on, I have no, my whole screen over here where all my callers are supposed to be is completely black. So if you're on hold and waiting, I am so sorry. I'm going to try to get this fixed so I can get to you. What's going on there? So I'm going to play a piece by Philip Philip Kent Church that was actually, I was supposed to play last week, and I don't remember what happened, but I didn't get it played on last week's show because last week we had our anniversary show. And this was um, Philip Kent Church uh when he was on the anniversary show, this is a clip of him on the show with us um, before he passed away. And I just thought it would be kind of neat to be able to share it on, the, on, on our anniversary show every year. So here's Philip Kent Church, his anniversary read for you. Hey, this is Philip Church down in Virginia. Hi, Philip. Happy, happy anniversary, sweetheart. No, happy anniversary to you, too, Uh I, uh, you know, uh, at times a lot of people don't know this, but I kind of involved myself in a little necromancy and clairvoyance. So I uh, I channeled Shakespeare for you and got a message that I'm going to read you from him, okay? (laughs) Okay. All right. To that fair and talented paramour of versified inscriptions and copious wordsmithing, Nyla Alicia. I giveth thee my wish for a very joyous anniversary upon the thirteen years that thou so magnanimously hast given all rhymes to scribblers and would-be bards, such a hearty lodging with which to share their heartfelt posies. I wish for thee and thy undertakings many, many, many more years of poetry and, of course, interminable love. Signed, Big Willie. <laughs> that... I can't even tell you that. I'm grinning. My grin is so big. Oh, my God. If I could trip over teeth, I would. That is the best present ever. I can ha- Oh, Philip, I love you so much. I can't even tell you how important you are. Uh, well, I, same here. I, 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 you know, uh, you and uh, uh, Speakeasy Cafe have made a very, very uh, – big impression on my life and, and including my family's life. Uh, you know, like I, I've told you, I, I record these things and then get them to my uh, my father who loves to listen to them. So uh, it's uh, it's really been, uh, it's been a blessing. And uh, with that, I'm going to get off here. Happy anniversary. Thank you so much for letting me be a part of it. And uh, hopefully we'll be talking to you next week. Oh, thank you so much, sweetheart. Appreciate you. And uh, just thank you for being here. Thank you for being a part of our family, for being a brick in our, in our community. Just love you. 
Thank you. I love you, too. And all you other folks there, members of the Speakeasy Cafe, I love you all. Thank you. Church, 2013. It's been a while. Miss him so much, especially this time of year, and I'm not sure why. I'm going to go ahead and play another track of his. We might as well, because he's, he writes very nostalgically. And... Uh, until I get my, actually, we've only got eight minutes left in the show. So, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and play this. I'm just going to go ahead and sign out, you guys, because I can't get the board back up and running. So if there's, if you're on hold right now, I am so terribly sorry. But I just, it, it's dead. It's dead. Um, I, I'll blame it on the weather. I don't know what the weather would have to do with it, but I'm going to blame it on the weather anyway. So thank you all for being here. Appreciate you. Have a safe and beautiful holiday with your families, with your friends, with yourself, with the stars, with a cup of cocoa. Um, Wishing love and peace and joy to all of you. And we will be here next week, next Thursday, and I will talk to you then. This is uh, the Old Mountain Home. I think I'm going to go ahead and play that one. Again, Philip Kent Church. And good night, everybody. The Old Mountain Home, an Appalachian poem written and recited by Philip Kent Church. The Old Mountain Home, encroaching forests reclaimed, It's falling down all alone. There's nobody to be blamed. Once it was warmed with a hearth in the fire, where children swarmed with youth's desire by a mama's love and all the ties that bind, while high above loomed the ridges spine. Over there in the yard is where the garden was tended. Yes, the chores were hard, It was a home daily mended. Behind the house are two posts where a line was strung. It looked like a troop of ghosts when the sheets were hung. On the old fence of split rail, there was a gate that latched. It opened the way to the well where the water was fetched. Out yonder in the field, full with purple clover, is where the kids squealed at playing Red Rover. The old spring house there is where food was stored for victuals cooked with care and thanks to the Lord. The old porch now laid low once echoed the ringing of the fiddle and banjo with Papaw's sweet singing. In these mountains wild memories of life's simple thrills are the remembrances of a child raised up in these hills.